y'all listening to Blessed to Be Blended podcast hosted by Miss Lay Michelle. Where we are functioning in dysfunction. We are not traditional but sensational. This works when we work. It's all about respect, love, unity, and family. Welcome to another episode of Blessed to be Blended. I am your host, Ms. Leigh Michelle, and today's episode I'm excited about because we have um, the millennials on the show today, and I'm excited. So um, I'm going to give them an opportunity to introduce themselves. I have the Thomases and the Bracys, and we're going to just get into a chat about young people and blended families. How you guys doing today? Doing good. Doing good. Awesome. So first, I'm gonna get into with get into it with the Bracy. So tell us a little bit about yourself and tell us your love story. Be ready to fight. You don't want to get into it with us. I'm telling you. <laughs> well, not like that. Not like that. Like that. But tell us, tell us a little bit about yourself and tell us your love story. Um, go first. Uh, you we go first sure um so stop <laughs> so we met on facebook uh he was stalking me not was not oh that's the story we're gonna tell whatever he had went through my facebook profile because i commented on a status giving him help because he needed a place to watch shows and he took that as his invitation to my inbox to introduce himself that that's not how it went how did it go? Okay, this is the real because story. Because you thought you was going to die is why you no, messaged pause, me. No, pause, 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 <laughs> He was in pause, Afghanistan. Pause, stop. All right, you got to be honest and truthful with these people. So um, how it started was I was overseas. I was contracting in Afghanistan. Um, and I asked the question, like, what movie sites do you guys use? She commented on, um, she t- told me whatever site, and I said, thank you, whatever. I didn't know who she was, so then I just went mm-hmm. to her page, whatever. And then out of nowhere, she just started, like, liking and commenting on my statuses and stuff like that. So this went on for, like, a couple of a couple of weeks, couple of months, or whatever the case may be. We were just conversing back and forth, and then whatever. And then, um, <clears throat> you know, it was one day that I had just sent a brief message, like, hey, how are you doing? Um, Anika, did that message you know, say, hey, how are you doing? Because I screenshotted her. Um, Whatever, whatever you you you're a graphic designer, so you good with Photoshop. Um, <laughs> so it sounds like it. We started conversing and went from there. And of course, I came home. Um, you know, took her out for lunch. That was our first date, and you know, the yes, rest was all she wrote. Okay, well, first date wasn't that 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 first that was a push. Uh, that's but, not your story. That's their story. Exactly. Why you all in this video? So, so, it was, it was all in his, what you supposed to do? I had to tell her to go, baby. Go, go, run. Okay. Well, I think that's a great. I think that's a great story. I mean, this in this day and age, young people are meeting and dating on social media first, not like when mm-hmm. I was younger. We dated like in person first, so. I think that's a trend. So I wasn't gonna answer. I always block people, but I answered his because it was funny. 
Okay. Yeah. Yeah, All right. So what do you guys do for a living? Uh, I am a male gigolo. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Well, this is going to be a great episode. Okay. (laughs) Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm playing. Um, I am a professional shoe tire and she is a knitter. And we have a budget of fourteen. I can't take this. You want time out? Q works as he's the CEO of BOG Logistics, so he currently works for himself. It's a trucking company. Um, Do you want to add anything? Um, Yeah, we are a small disabled veteran-owned business based out of Elgin, South Carolina. We specialize in less than truck load, full truck load. Um, We cover all forty-eight states, Mexico, and Canada. For anybody who's looking for shipping, we do have discounted rates. Um, that's my little spill. I'm sorry. Well, at but the I'll, end of the show, I I will let you shout out your social media. Oh, too late. It's done. It's oh, done. Great stuff. Okay. Okay. And I work. I currently work as a visual designer for Wells Fargo, and I'm also an adjunct professor at Johnson C. Smith. Okay. Awesome. Awesome. Okay. Well, the braces are on the move, and that is great. Um, this is going to be a great show. Let's hear from the Thomases. Let's hear who you are and let's hear your love story. Um, I'm Anika Thomas. I'm Tajay Thomas. Um, we met on our you best friend's tell couch. Version? I'm gonna tell the way it happened. All right. Okay. Lying. That's my couch. We... I'll be lying for these streets. That's my <laughs> couch. So our best friends are married to each other, and that is how we met. And we were at just like a, um, it wasn't a game night. It was a game night. It was not a game night. It was like a barbecue. And then at the end, we were the only ones there and we played games with them. The intention of that night was to play games. But no one played games. Because niggas got drunk. Okay, but that's, so it wasn't a game night. It was supposed to be. Okay, so we were at a kickback and we were at a, we were at a function and at our friend's house. And um, <laughs> we were at a function at our friend's house. And we, um, the end of the night came and we were both staying at our friend's house. Cause you know, don't drink and drive folks. So we were both staying at our friend's house. Now, anytime I would go visit my friend who just so happens to be married to his friend, I would always sleep on this long red couch that she had. I told him, don't get comfortable right there because that is my couch. That is my couch. It's where I always sleep when I come here. Don't be comfortable. So the night goes on. We end up playing games with our married friends. And they, like, he falls asleep on the couch on my shoulder. And I was like, really? I just, like, what? So I got up and I went to go sleep on the love seat. And then I had to leave the next morning. And I was aggravated because I had to sleep on the love seat. And I'm not a short person. So. You think you're taller than me? I don't think I'm taller than you, but you could have gone and slept somewhere else. That was my couch. <laughs> I told you that. So we're beyond the couch, and then what happened? That's really just it. I mean, when I first met him, he was very much so a gentleman, which what, which is what made me even like notice him as a person. What's the first thing you said, bro? Stop, stop! I knew you wasn't gonna add details. Tell him what you said, bro. Tell the truth. <laughs> Tell him what you said. I was teaching my friend how to make lasagna in the kitchen, and he came into the kitchen and he hugged like all the girls in the kitchen. He was like, "Hey, how you doing? How you doing? How you doing?" And then I was like, "Oh wow, he smells nice." And I was like, "Oh, got him, got him." 
<laughs> okay, and and what do you guys do for a living? He works for the city um, with Columbia Wastewater Management. Operating technician. Yes, and I am the director of marketing communications at a small private college. Okay, sounds great. All right. Well, one thing I have to say about young people, and especially you guys, your your friend group, is that um, I really appreciate young people who are doing things, you know, and and are getting married because. You know, that's not really what society shows for people your age. So I really appreciate um, you guys getting married. So um, let's talk about your background because do you, um, the Bracys, do you all come from a blended family? Um, yes. I would say yes, um, I do. Yeah. So what about you? What about the Thomases? Do y'all come from a blended family? Come from very blended families. Yeah, I actually come from a, a very blended family. And what's that? What is what is elaborate? So I'll let him go first and then I'll go. When I was two years old, my biological parents split and my biological mom moved to another state and I lived with my dad majority of my life, but he got married. Mm -hmm. So I've had two moms my whole life. Mm -hmm. um, I'm closer to one because she was there more. Um, but I still do acknowledge my other mom, I mm -hmm. still go see her, still talk to her. Um, and I think for me, they've never, it's never been a problem with having uh, two moms. Mm -hmm. they, there's never been a competition or jealousy or a back and forth. As early as I can remember, they let me choose where I lived, when I came, when I went, when I stayed. So I grew up in a, a very well-blended family. And for me, um, my extended family is very blended. My, my, the family I grew up in, I grew up with both my parents in the household. Mm -hmm. And my parents split when I was a sophomore in high school. So I was on my way out to college. So by the time they were like dating other people and like in the blending process, mm -hmm. I didn't really do that part with my sisters because I have two sisters. And I have a brother. Um, and my sisters are from both of my biological parents. I didn't really do the blending part because I was so much older and I was on my way out the door. So for me, it was really different than it was for them. But my, when I think of like my blended family, I think of like my further extended family because I have a very, like my, I have two grandmothers on my mother's side, my Nana and my grandmother. And then I have my Papa who is like the best person in the entire world. And he, um, he has this big blended family and no one's allowed to complain about it because my papa don't play that. So it's, I was raised, there's no such thing as steps. Steps are only in houses. Um, I have cousins who can't tell who's blood, who's half, who's this, who's that. Um, it's just a whole bunch of us. And, um, and then like now I've gotten closer to my little brother who is from my mother's husband, who um, that's my little, like I don't call him my stepbrother, that's my little brother. and. He's treated it. He's treated as such, and I, I, I like to get loud with people who call him my stepbrother. So, yeah. The Bracies, you want to elaborate? Um, for me, my blended family comes from my parents split when I was little. Mm -hmm. Um, my mom dated as I got older. Um, my dad remarried. Mm -hmm. I wouldn't say that it's the best uh example of what a blended family 
should be on that side is actually um what's the nice way to say it's not good at all mm -hmm. <clears throat> I'm gonna put it like that um it taught me a lot of things of what not to do with someone who has a blended family mm -hmm. um as far as my mom's side of it everything's been fine and then um <clears throat> with me my um parents split not too long after we moved to South Carolina um we moved around a bit um was born in New York moved to Alabama then South Carolina so they split like when I was around like six, um, you know, it was me and my sister from my mother and my father, and then they split. And then not too long after, you know, my stepfather, you know, showed up in the picture and he's been in my life since I was six. They got married, I want to say 2015 after mm -hmm. being together all those years. Um, he has two kids, um, a boy and a girl. I met them a few times, you know, we don't really have a relationship with them, but you know, if we see each other's all love, um, so there's no issue. Like we follow each other on social media. So there's nothing there. Um, um, it's never really been no whole, you know, um, issues as far as like having a blended family, growing up with a blended family, because, you know, most time it's really just been me and my sister. Um, my father, he has other kids too as well. So I have an older brother and a little sister so i've been dealing i guess with a blended family since birth so to speak so um yeah it's my time <laughs> he's speaking uh, but yeah so i mean like she said my wife said is um you know showed me what to do what not to do you know what type of father i wanted to be and you know how i want to raise my kids and you know for me, it was always, you know, whoever I had kids was, that's who I was going to marry. As you can see, that didn't turn out that way, but, you know, that topic. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but here we are. Here so. we are. So let me ask you, um, so you touched on it. You said whoever you had kids with, you're going to marry. Obviously, we're on this show, so that didn't happen. So you have kids and your wife doesn't have kids. And the opposite is true for the Thomases. So for the ones that don't have kids, um, what was your thought process when you met your spouse, you know, that when you, when you met the person and was them having kids, was there any apprehension? Because in today's society that in our community, I should say in our community, the stigma behind it is negative, right? So um, he has a he has kids with someone else. You guys are supposed to hate each other. Y'all supposed to fight. You know, it's not supposed to be a cordial relationship. Same the other way. You know, y'all supposed to be rough and tough, and you know, you supposed to be. You know, I'm gonna beat you, but I mean, this is supposed to be very negative. So what was your did you have any apprehensions when you found out that he had children and when she and you found out she had children either one of y'all could go first okay Somebody. um i thought he was saying something mm -hmm. um i did have a uh, apprehension at first i was like boy he got two of them things who am i <laughs> ready for this um don't get me wrong i've dated a couple of guys in the past who had kids um it was normally one and then the guy i did date that had two they were older mm -hmm. so it's like 
different ends of the spectrum. Dating someone who had older kids, um, not too hard because kind of like Anika said, like they're on the way out the door. They're they already come into their own. They're used to it mm-hmm. compared to having younger kids. And so at the time they were young. Um, so going into it, it was like, mm, I don't know. Coming from my situation, I think a lot of my apprehension came from my dad got remarried and there's no relationship. Mm-hmm. There's just a lot of um, dislike and discomfort will be the words that we will use today in that situation. And so I didn't want that for myself. So I was scared of it because it was me going into him having a boy and a girl. And then me growing up, it was me and my brother and then my sister, but it was mainly me and my brother. Mm-hmm. And then, then there's this lady. And so to me, I'm like, I was that lady. Mm. Just popped up to start dating their dad. <laughs> so you didn't want them to be like, there's that lady over there. You didn't right. want to be that lady. I got you. I got yeah. you. Yeah, that's that lady. And I didn't know what to expect um, from his kid's mother because, I mean, he told me the conversations that they had leading up to, um, well, after they they broke up and mm. how they wanted to raise their kids, in which I understood that. And, you know, everything sounds good. Mm-hmm. But it's like, what is it really going to be? Is there going to be any drama? So that was my apprehension. I didn't know what I was getting into. Mm-hmm. Uh, Tajay, you want to go? <laughs> um, initially, when we first met, I didn't know that she had a child. Mm-hmm. I, um, first of all, she didn't even save my number when we first started talking. Mm. So it was, it was a thing where like I came into it thinking one thing and she was thinking something completely different hmm. and not taking me serious at all. So I was on her Facebook one day and I was with my best friend who's married to her best friend. And I, I seen a little boy. So I asked him, I'm like, hey, do she got a child, bro? And he's like, uh, I'm like 98% sure she does. <laughs> and so I kept scrolling, I kept scrolling. Then I found the picture of her and um, my son. And I'm like, oh yeah, because he don't look nothing like him. He looked definitely like her. So that's gotta be her son. And I think the only apprehension I had was I dated somebody who had kids in the past and it got very serious between me and her baby daddy. And I just didn't know if I wanted to put myself back in that type of situation. Coming from where I came from and all I've been through and how hard I worked to get where I was at. But I mean, I ultimately decided to like take it serious. And I knew coming into it that I was going to be bringing Aiden into my life and I was going to be coming into his life. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I ain't playing no games since I met you at all. That's, you know, it's very interesting just listening to how both of you told that story because you were like, uh, you and, and, and Mrs. Bracey is more, you know, I'm going to try to... D- get through this and you like yeah you really don't sound like you had no love for him but we're gonna get to that so (laughs) at what point um were the children so you guys are dating at what point were the children um introduced into the relationship and I asked that question because um when I started dating my husband even though my children were older um, I didn't introduce them into the relationship 
at what I thought was the right time, if that makes sense. So we were already like really doing our thing before I introduced them into the relationship. So, and if I had to do it all over again, that's the one thing that I would do all over again. I would introduce them. And I thought because they were older, I didn't have to. And his son was a little bit younger. So his son was introduced to the relationship a lot sooner. But what, when did you introduce them into the relationship? I'll say that for us, it was different because, because our friends are married, he met Aiden without meeting Aiden. Like he, he was able to meet Aiden under the premise of like, everyone's just around and not like, this is my mom's special friend. Mm -hmm. um, so it's hard to pinpoint like an exact time for me. I would say his birthday, yes. his birthday party. So he- Oh, 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 tomorrow when we did it at the thing. Mm -hmm. That's not the first one made. But like, I mean, like when, but I'm saying like, when like y'all started spending time together, I, mean, I guess maybe. So like, maybe like a couple, maybe like a month or so, like, like six, eight weeks before. But because you had met him, but you had met him not like. I mean, it was very casual. But yeah, I guess I'm, not, I'm not. I guess I'm not talking about like when, as far as time is concerned. I guess I'm talking about at what point in your relationship, like where was oh, it? Just for me, it was just a leap of faith because so just just for listenership, Sophia is my sorority sister. She's my line sister. And Sophia can attest that <clears throat> I was very adamant that I was going to be single, that I would in like, like Tajay just said, I didn't really take him seriously. I just knew I was going to be single until Aiden was like 17 in high school, going to college. I told my line sisters, I was like, I am not going to date anybody. I'm going to be Aiden's mom and I'll date somebody when Aiden is grown and this, and I'm just done. Like it's, I, I was really just adamant. That's what my life was going to look like. And so for me, it felt right, but it never, it was, it was, it was truly just a leap of faith. I just had to pray about it and let it go. And that's just what it was. There was no, um, blaring. Um, it just, there was so much that led up to, um, where we were that there were a lot of things that he did that showed me that he was not the same person that I had dealt with previously. Mm -hmm. And so for me, there was already a level of respect that was there that I knew that no matter what happened, um, everything was going to be okay. Like everything was going to be okay. okay. So I had, I had to take a leap of faith and do it. And, um, it helped us to just kind of do it in social settings to start with because it took the pressure off because Aiden had never seen me around anybody besides his dad before, mm -hmm. like ever. Okay. Okay. Um, for me, how she got kind of introduced to the kids, it was sort of like, um, you know, everything kind of just happened with us um, out, of, out of the blue. It was like nothing really planned. Um, we had set up a, a second date to go to the movies, but um, yeah, the third or fourth date, I'm, I'm sorry, like the third or fourth date to go to the movies. And I had my kids that weekend. So, you know, um, I had forgot that I was supposed to have them and my mother couldn't watch them wherever the case may be. And I was like, well, I still got my kids. Um, we was going to see Black Panther, you know, I was like, well, you can come along, you know, I still want us to meet up or whatever the case may be. And she was just like, uh, I don't know how, you know, your children's mom would feel about it. I was like, I mean, it should be fine. Like, it, it'd be no issue. Um, 
and yeah, we met at the movies. Um, I think I left her alone with them for maybe like five, 10 minutes to get popcorn or something, but I swear it was about 25 yeah, minutes. But like, you know, um, <laughs> it was, it was all right. You know, my son, he's cool. You know, he doesn't really, you know, care about what's going on as long as he got popcorn or whatever the case would be. But my daughter, you know, I always told her if she met my daughter, you know, at first she wasn't going to like you. So, and that was the case, you know, she, she sat still, she didn't cry or anything when I left, but you know, I knew she was on some like, where the hell are you going type art. <laughs> so, um, like I said, we watched the movie, they ate popcorn, we watched the movie. And then I think we went our separate ways. And then mm -hmm. um, next time she got to hang with them, she came to the house. Um, she started coming over when I would have them, you know, on the weekends, whatever the case would be, and just getting to know them. Um, I never really had no thoughts and no, no issues as far as like how she would be with them because she explained that she had been in relationships with um, people who have kids. So, you know, out the gate, you know, I knew she knew what it was like dealing with, you know, a guy who has kids, mm -hmm. um, you know, and then on the flip side, you know, when I finally told my children's mother, you know, she was cool with it. She was just like, okay, well, just don't leave them in the house, you know, with her alone when they was already with her alone in the house um, quite a few times, but, um, you know, I really didn't have no issues on either side dealing, you know, with my wife or my children's mother about, you know, her being around the kids. You know, my children's mother, she trusted my judgment, my my um, thoughts and opinions, so she didn't question it at all. So when you guys started getting to the point where you realized, hey, this is going to be something, we're going to get married, like, we're, we're talking about life moving forward. Was there a conversation about expectations when it comes to the children? Because I think um, that's part of, when you have the breakdown and, you know, you know, it's like, those are my kids, you know, don't do this to my kids. I think a lot of that is because on the front end, we don't have these conversations about expectations. So, was there a conversation about expectations or was it just, well, we gonna ride this out and see how this, see what happens? Or um, was it just, you know, did we sit down and say, okay, you know, when they come over, I, you can do X, Y, and Z, but you can't do A, B, and C. Like, was there a conversation about the expectations from the spouse? And when, when the, the children were in the house, and I know it's different for both of y'all because one in one situation, the child is there more permanently. And in the other situation, the children come over. So what was, was their conversation saying, okay, we good right here. But when we introduce these single digit midgets, what we gonna do you know, with them? Um, I don't really think- um... We did. I mean, but I don't think it was like to like that, you know, in, in depth, you know, we, we talked about like how we wanted to, you know, raise them together. Um, like when it comes to things, like if she say no or something to them, I don't, I don't question it or, you know, try to override it or anything. I try to let her have that, um, that parental overview to where, you know, she's included in decision makings when I have them. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, I let her be, you know, that that parental figure or that mother figure to them without, you know, any um, backlash or, you know, confrontation. You know, I don't I don't second guess her judgment or 
you know, be like, well, they my kids, you know, type of ordeal, you know, we're in this together. So I told her from the beginning, like, you know, when it comes to things like that, I will never um, belittle her on that or try to make her feel like she's on the outside looking in. I want her to be involved because they become her kids too as well. So even before we got married, you know, I told her to look at them as they're her kids because if we're going to do it seriously, then you have to start viewing them as yours from day one. And that's something that she did. And was that helpful for you because now you're not that lady? Yeah, <laughs> that was helpful. And then also um, I reached out, um, even though I had some communication with the kid's mom through him, and then I met her informally at one of Bray's baseball games. Um, I had him reach out to her to get her number to ask her if it was okay if we had a sit down and had a conversation. And at this time he was overseas. So mm -hmm. we got together with the kids at the park and me and her had a conversation while they played. Mm -hmm. um, so I told her to kind of to kind of give her a chance to get to know who get to know who I am mm -hmm. um, and then to get to know her so she can kind of have a feel for my personality mm -hmm. um, and then let her know my feelings on me being the bonus parent mm -hmm. um, in the situation and just finding out how she operates with things within the house. Um, so mm -hmm. just trying to get her rules and applying it in our house to some extent. So if she says there's not, nothing to drink after nine, okay, when you come here, it's going to be the same exact thing. Mm -hmm. Not flip-flopping rules, trying to keep, just keep the kids on track. Mm -hmm. So everything is kind of across the board. Um, but yeah. You think that was helpful? It was. I, I have to get on him because he was like, well, she could get a sip of water. Okay, are you going to wake her up at two o'clock in the morning? No, yeah. she can't have the water. He didn't get up. <laughs> Do you think it was helpful? Um, yeah, it, it was helpful because it doesn't create a rift, you know, yeah. and have them wanting to be like, oh, well, I want to be at my daddy house all the time. Or, you know, um, I want to be at my mama house all the time. You know, if the same rules apply, either or then you know it's no issue like if she say my son can't play the game then I don't let him let him play the game you know I may do it when she's not here but you know if she's home like you know he won't play the game no nah. <laughs> like, sounds about right <laughs> but um but, were you, know. you were you apprehensive in the beginning when she asked for the number were you were nah, you no no because um since day one you know um when she met the kids you know she was already talking about okay well I need you know I need to meet your children's mom, you know, I would like her to know who I am, you know, and get a feel for me. So she was adamant, you know, that was a good word, adamant. Like that. Um, <laughs> she was real adamant um, in the beginning to meet her and establish a relationship with my children's mom to, you know, gain that trust. So that way there was no riff and no issue. So I believe on both sides, like since we really started like dealing with each other, since I, I believe probably since like the first date, you know, we was always making steps towards, you know, that, that moment. Mm -hmm. Thomas's? I think for us, it's a little bit different because of the situation I came out of. So the relationship that I came out of was very, 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 very toxic. Very, um, it had abusive elements to it. And it's, to make a very long story short, my dad had to come all the way to North Carolina and pack my things in the little day and bring me back to South Carolina. Um, and so- And I tried to come some other way. So it was just, it was just a lot. Like it was just a lot. And um, so that being said, there is like a protective element mm -hmm. when it comes to us that was just a little bit um, everything, the, the parenting partner that we have, everything is just a little bit different. Mm 
mm-hmm. we have to counter parent more than we co-parent. So it's, it's a, it can be a challenge. Mm-hmm. Um, we had a converse, we, we, I don't think we had like a very structured conversation, but we did have conversations. You can correct me if I'm wrong. We had, we had conversations that were more so like, um, we would not correct one of one another in front of him. Mm-hmm. If there was something that we didn't like, we would kind of address it behind closed doors and then take a new approach later. And um, he had a lot of conversations with me about discipline mm-hmm. because he felt like I was real soft. I know you soft. And then um, he, we had a lot of conversations around like moving forward, what it looks like with more children. Mm-hmm. because the plan is to have more kids so we okay. had a lot of conversations yeah. we're gonna get to that but I just wanted yeah. to know like w- so you had a conversation about the expectations and then I know you said you came from like a toxic relationship so for you did it did it create um for Mr. Thomas did it create um did it create even a bigger challenge for you because now not only not only are you getting a instant family just at dad, but now you're getting someone who still has to heal from something traumatic. And the child also has to heal from what, from the trauma of the relationship. So that's a big undertaking. Like that's something huge. Not everybody, some people would be like, I'm out. Like, I'm not dealing with that. Like, yo, bruh, you on your own. That's a big undertaking. So what made you say, you know, I'm a, I'm a thug this out with you. Like what, what made you say I'm a thug this out with you? Initially it was definitely more challenging than it is now. It gets easier. The more we learn each other's way of parenting, um, the more, the more the the more Aiden gets used to me, stuff gets easier. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought the biggest challenge would be dealing with her baby daddy, because the helping her heal and cope, and then being there for Aiden and helping him deal and cope, that's relatively easy um, when you want to do it. Mm-hmm. Anything can be challenging if you decide to let a challenge be a challenge. But if I come into it and say, like I'm here. And I knew from the beginning I was going to take this serious and I couldn't run out. To answer your question, the reason it made me say I'm going to take this serious is my dad. When I first started, when me and um, Anika first started getting serious, she met my dad. Mm-hmm. And she came to, I was still living with my parents. I was working, I had a car now, but I wasn't living on my own yet. And she came over, she met him, and she left. And my dad was like, the first time he met her, he was like, yeah, that's the one the first time we met her. And then, I mean, I had already started thinking it, but that was really like the solidification I needed. Mm-hmm. And then um, the, the longer we dated, the more he was adamant on like, you can't lose this one. You you don't find good ones like this nowadays. Telling me stuff I already knew, but that's affirmation. And that's affirming it for me. Mm-hmm. And then, um, so when, it, when times would come where we might get into, um, a disagreement because we don't really argue like that. Mm-hmm. When we get into a disagreement, I would have to mentally check myself because I know where she just came from and how easy it is to do and say stuff when you're upset. So even if I'm mad, I still have to handle her care. Mm-hmm. 
Because mm-hmm. I know where she just came from. And then with, with Aiden, I mean, even still, sometimes he wakes up um, crying and he's scared and he's having bad dreams. And if, if, if it's my turn to go in there, I just put him back in the bed. I lay beside him on the, on the floor, talk to him till he fall back asleep. It's not really, that's not the, the challenging part no more. Mm. The, the challenging part now is the counter parenting we have to do. That's the, the worst part of it. The worst part is when we're trying to, we're trying to break some of these bad habits Aiden has developed. Mm-hmm. And then he gets around his dad and his dad's not doing, not only is he not doing anything to help us beat these bad habits, but he's contributing to, to them continuing. And I think what makes it really hard on our end is that really we would love to have a relationship where it's cohesive. We'd love to have a relationship like the Bracys. Yeah, yeah we and, would. And this is the thing. I, I, outside of her, I went to her phone and got his number. I didn't even ask her for it. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. I, I knew she was going to give me some kind of excuse. And I, so I didn't even ask her for it. I went and got it myself. Mm-hmm. And, but I did tell her before I was going to call him. Mm-hmm. And I, he was still, this is when he was still overseas. And he was about to come back. And I wanted to have the conversation before he got back so I could make it be clear that I was gonna be around and we needed to be on the same page. Even before you get back, we need to be on the same page. We're all team Aiden. Everybody in this situation has one common goal and that's whatever is best for Aiden. And on the phone with me, he sounded like he was willing to try it. He didn't have any... Now, let me ask you a question before you go. You ain't had that aggression on the phone with you when you were talking. Oh, I was about to say, because he probably wasn't feeling that aggression. Okay, go ahead. When I, when I called him, I told her before I talked to him that I was going to come into it very um, reserved. Mm-hmm. I wasn't going to be passive. Um, I don't know how to be passive about anything I'm passionate about. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I Sometimes me and her have conversations and she feels like I'm yelling at her and I'm really not meaning to yell, but I'm passionate about something. I get very um, excited. Mm-hmm. So uh, I told her I would come into it very reserved mm-hmm. as to not give off aggression because I can sound very aggressive. I can, and I can be very aggressive. Mm-hmm. I didn't want to make him feel like I was trying to uh, macho him. Mm-hmm. Um, so I came into it very reserved and he sounded to when he talked to me as if he was willing to try it, but it's been months and I ain't seen the, the amount of effort that me and him agreed on, on the, in that conversation. I have not seen that in person, oh. but I ain't gonna bash him. Well, what would that look like? What would it look like? Um, but the biggest thing I would think if I would say that would make me feel like he really was trying to do his best for Aiden is if he went to therapy. That for me, no, but you can't he, manage that. I'm saying, what would it look like? I mean, that's just. I mean, you 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 can't. I manage. feel like if you care about your child, you would do whatever you got to do to be the best version of yourself for your child. So for and, that's, and that's cool. But I'm just saying, I'm talking about. I mean, he can be the. I mean, he can be whoever he wants to be. But I'm talking about when it comes to parenting, and let's talk about parenting, right? So what would that look like? What would it look like for, what would successful co-parenting look like? So I would like for the three of us to be able to take Aiden to dinner, like once every six weeks or something like that. Okay. Like go, go to CeCe's Pizza, go to dinner once every six weeks. 
but like we are not in a place where like the energy is weird just like doing drop-offs and pickups because the communication it, the communication is just not that great and so it is and i think there's a certain level of giving each other um taking stuff with a grain of salt and giving each other not not the room to play with each other but like a small olive branch to say like if we consistently have good communication, then I can give you the benefit of the doubt that when you approach me in things, you're approaching it from a good place. Mm -hmm. And I think that when you're so used to things being approached from a negative place, it's hard to get to that point. Mm -hmm. um, we would like to see just more cohesiveness that Aiden can see. Mm -hmm. you agree to that? Yeah. yeah. I mean, he just, we, I, don't, I don't like pointing fingers, but I don't feel like we have bad communication. I feel like if we have if something needs to be addressed, we can address it in a in a manner that wouldn't come off as if we're pointing fingers. But if if it's reversed, it's always you, 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 yeah. you, you, you. The man drop the boy down the steps and then blame the doctors. Okay. So um for the braces, for the most part, I did the kids accept uh the bonus mom? Did they accept you as a bonus mom? They do. Okay. That's good. That's good. And I'm assuming the Thomas is the same part. I want to ask you guys this question because this term, these terms, I think, um, are sometimes taken negatively. And I want to discuss the term baby mama and baby daddy. So when you say baby mama and you say baby daddy, do you guys see those terms as negative? And what would be a more respective term? So I'll start. I will say upon meeting Q, um, I kind of would throw around the term baby mama, or I try to say the mother of his kids. Mm -hmm. But for him, that wasn't a term he wanted to be used. And that comes from uh, anybody, correct me if I'm wrong. Mm -hmm. That wasn't a term he wanted to be used. He's like, it's always the mother of my kids because mm -hmm. he has respect for her and she's always respectful of him mm -hmm. um, when they're communicating. Mm -hmm. So within our household, when it comes to speaking of his kids, mom, we really don't use baby mama. Now in casual conversation, maybe about something else that's not referring to Kita, mm -hmm. possibly we'll use it. Um, but I do feel like sometimes the term has, it does have negatives, but I don't think every time someone's saying it that they're using it in a negative way per se. Okay, so what would you, what do you think would be a, what do you think would be a um, better term? I would say whatever the uh, kid's name is, you know, dad or mom mm -hmm. or mother of, father of. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's, it's, it's something that's, been being said for years so mm -hmm. it's kind of hard to um break it mm -hmm. um but yeah people still gonna say this i guess it's just hard to i think people are still gonna say it but i just i feel you know sometimes people say like if you have children with somebody you're like that's my baby daddy you know that's cool y'all yeah. you know y'all playing with each other but i also think that sometimes you're like that's her baby that's her baby dad you know that is and sometimes it's not what you say it's how you say it so I do understand that but I do think that it's um it's great that you that you create um boundaries and you say hey I don't want you to use that term when you're talking about the mother of my children I think that's very awesome because some people 
they don't care. You know, they'll let their significant other be reckless when it comes to that. And and that's where um, that's where the disconnect starts. That's where the disrespect starts. And that's where all the problems begin. So I commend you for setting that boundary. And I commend you for, you know, having that conver- open conversation and not thinking that it's weird, you know, like having that open conversation. So Thomas's. I don't, I don't look at it as negative. I don't think about it. Mm-hmm. I don't, I don't, I don't think about it. Um, yeah, we call him by his name. We don't, we don't, we don't discuss him a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, and when we do, we call him by his name. Mm-hmm. Um, Cause that's, that's who he is. That's, that's his name. Mm-hmm. Um, we call him by his name and we, uh, so it's just not a term that you use is what you're saying. Yeah. We, we call him by his name that like sitting down, like this is, this is probably the most formal setting that we'll sit down and have a conversation that involved that, pertains to him so we don't we really just call him by his name and then um keep it at that and then um if we are talking to Aiden we'll just say your dad mm-hmm. yeah okay that's that's fair you just don't you just choose not to use that term and I mean that's great that's um I mean, and that's fair I mean because that's the person's name my I have um I have uh I come from a blended family and I have two moms and they have chosen to be, to be co-moms is what they've chosen to be called. You know, how they, that's how they've chosen to be referred to. So they don't like the term step or whatever. So they have chosen to be considered co-moms, but I mean, I'm much older than you guys. So, you know, so how do you think it's gonna, how do you think this is all going to um, change or maybe not when you have children from the marriages? I think one of my biggest fears is when we have more children, Aiden feeling um, different. different, him feeling like he's different because his mom and dad aren't together and it's not his mom and dad in the same house. Um, other than that, I I don't see much else changing once we get him to understand what a blended family is. And mm-hmm. we, like she read, she's read him books and we talk to him about blended families a lot. Um, he's just really young right now. Mm-hmm. He gets a little older, he'll understand it. I think we'll be good as far as in our household. I think that we, um, I think that to a certain extent, Aiden will set the tone. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that when we have other kids, it's going to, I think it's going to require everyone involved to just operate with a little bit more care. And I think it's going to be good for Aiden because he's going to, he, he wants siblings. Mm-hmm. So um, like he said, we read books about um, blended families and, and all that entails blended siblings, stepmoms, stepdads, but like we, we read books about all that to kind of be conversation starters. Mm-hmm. And I think um, one thing that we talk about a lot is that Aiden doesn't look like us per se. Mm-hmm. And so we don't want him to feel like, we, on top of having a different last name and not looking like us, we just don't want him to feel vastly different. And we, we talk about it all the time. Like, um, like we want you to know that uh, you gonna get love just like everybody else and you could get 
sent to your room like everybody else too. Like okay. the same way I'm gonna snatch your TV, I'm gonna snatch their TV. The same way you can get a car, they can get a car. Like it's the same across the board. Nobody is special around here. Everybody got to sweep the floor. Everybody take out trash. Um, our goal is to make sure that it's consistency within the kids. Like they all know, like you not special just because we your mom and daddy oh, biologically. Oh, everybody, everybody, <laughs> everybody. <laughs> and we're gonna love all y'all the same too. So y'all better be thick as thieves and band together against us. That's what y'all better do. <laughs> okay. The braces. Um, I don't have no issues or worries um as far as like when we do plan to have other children, um, my kids are very receptive. Um, they're very, you know, just going with the flow. They're, they're sort of like me when, when it comes to things. Um, I know my daughter, she'll be happy. Um, my son, he'll be happy too, you know, but he's getting to the age where he's just doing his own thing, YouTube, the game. So I was just like, he's just like, whatever, you know, my daughter, she'll probably be more, you know, um, close knit with you know the child because she likes playing with baby dolls she holds a doll like a baby so she holds her dog like a baby so you know, <laughs> you know she'll be very receptive um i don't think it'll be no issues as far as them getting along um they'll be more helpful than anything i, I believe well, that's great well this is my last question and i definitely appreciate you guys time um so you guys come from a blended family and I think that there's no, there's no secret that, you know, in our community, blended family is more common than not. Do you think that my generation, which would be you guys' parents, mm -hmm. um, do you think we're doing a good job in preparing you to operate in this space so no no i'm playing and i mean that and and maybe the answer is you don't have to do that but i mean do you think we're doing a good enough job preparing you saying hey listen okay you have children from another relationship and now you're about to get married. You really need to think about that and have these conversations and really make sure that the person who you're going to marry is respective of your child's, you know, other parent and is respective of you in this space and make sure they understand that this is not something lightly to go into. Do you think that we are doing a good enough job is it a conversation we need to have more in our community or maybe it's just something that we don't need to talk about? I think that it's a conversation that needs to be had more often. I think that you I think that you never really stop parenting your kids no matter how old they get. So I think when your child grows and is navigating new waters, I do think it's important to, you know, help support them, whatever that might look like. Like, hey, you know, be cognizant of this or be respectful of this or don't let anyone disrespect you with this. Or I think it's good to kind of have those conversations. At the same time, I do kind of echo Q's no in that even if it was jokey, I kind of echo it just a touch because I think that like for me, I don't have a blended, I don't have a blended anything with my dad's mm -hmm. family. Like he has a wife, he has kids, his kids are close in age to me. It's not blended. Mm -hmm. it's it's not it doesn't mean it's good or bad it's just it's not blended like it's they're there 
and I'm here. And it showed me a lot of things that I would not want. Um, I would not, like, I, I would never want um, our, like, I would never want our kids to, like, be in the street and have other people ask them, is that your sibling, is that your sibling, and have to, like, put pieces together because it's not blended. Like, I wouldn't want stuff like that for them. I would want it to be very, very blended so it is seamless and it's still a united front. And that was not my experience. And so for me, um, for me, I just feel like in lived experience, no. In learned experience, yes. I think this generation is doing a great job in learned experience um, from what I see in the people that I'm around. But I think that in lived experience, not so much um, because of what I lived from this generation past. Okay. And could, what could we do better? Um, I mean, I think that you can't change the past, right? You can't change the past. So I think that just kind of really embracing the learned experience, I think, um, and like saying, I think having conversations that sometimes are uncomfortable can bring about growth. Mm -hmm. So I think that saying, you know, I wish I would have introduced y'all sooner. I wish we would have had bowling Saturdays every fourth mm -hmm. Saturday so that we all could have gotten to know each other or, you know, you know, hey, I failed you in this area, but we don't get it right going forward. Or, you know, hey, I got your back in this. Or just acknowledging that sometimes it's hard. The dissolving of one family and the um, blending together of another is a difficult thing. It's not an easy thing, no matter how good or bad the circumstances were. It's never an easy thing. So I think even acknowledging that from the past generation, I think can be helpful because I think that the more open and I think the more open and honest we are within the community, the more we can create the tools um, that people can use going forward. And um, I think just, you know, keeping an open mind, like, yeah. I think I said a mouthful. I definitely agree. And then, um, cause even the generation before our parents' generation, um, like our grandparents, they don't understand when they make certain comments, it it speaks to the level of, I guess, like you're failing me or my hopes of having a conversation with you. Mm -hmm. So like, sometimes you'll go around certain family members, or of course, being in the South, people from the South say anything that comes mm -hmm. to their mind. Mm -hmm. So it's like, oh, you went out and got you a ready-made family. Mm -hmm. Oh, now did I? <laughs> How is that helping that's, me? So that's how you feel. Right. So that's how you really feel. So am I supposed to come to you to try to get advice about how to blend my family, how to navigate if I'm going through something tough? You don't know what that comment mm -hmm. can do to someone's mental, especially trying to navigate this. Um, but yeah, I'm one in the same with Anika. So I would say for me personally, my mom definitely did help me navigate a lot of it because I... Mm -hmm. I'm the outspoken one out of all my siblings. Listen, I'm going to say what I got to say. You might get mad, but we're going to say it. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, and it's always written all over my face. <laughs> um, so, yeah, she helped me navigate a lot of it. She told me about how things happened, how the situation dissolved with her and my dad. So she would, like, give me advice from that. And she would be like, no, you probably shouldn't do it this way. But that's just mm -hmm. my opinion. You have to make the decision, you mm -hmm. know, for yourself. Um, so I come from the side where... One side showed me exactly what not to do, mm -hmm. awful. Um, and then the other side showed me, okay, here's the mistakes I made. This, these are steps that you can take to do it. So, mm -hmm. 
I think you know, I think y'all both kind of came from the same type of yeah yeah same 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 type of experience mm-hmm. definitely he definitely did <laughs> well i appreciate you guys time thank you so much um would you like to shout out your company and where they could how they could get in time sure 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 um once again my company is bog logistics boots on ground logistics you can um, check out my website at getbootsonground.com. That's boots with an S B O O T S. You can check us out on Facebook at BOG Logistics, um, LinkedIn, uh, BOG Logistics, Instagram, BOG Logistics. Uh, we specialize in over the road trucking, local, um, less than truck load, full truck load. We can haul drive in, reefer, flatbed, um, hot shot. Reefer. Um, Yep, uh, that's refrigerator. That was pot. I mean, that was. That was <laughs> <laughs> uh, we're trying to get <laughs> well, too. We're trying to transport. <laughs> so look out for us uh, moving that. Um, uh, like I said, we are a small disabled veteran owned company based out of Elgin, South Carolina. Um, please let us know for all your shipping needs. I definitely appreciate, appreciate you guys for joining me. And um, this has really been interesting. I really appreciated your perspective on the blended family and I learned a lot. So thank you all for your time and I'll see my listeners again on Blessed to be Blended. Blessed to be. Blessed to be.